Welcome back to another episode of the Sunny Mary Meadow podcast. I am your host, Liz Fiddler, and today I have a very special guest. It is my friend, Tara. Can you introduce yourself? She's never been on a podcast before, so she's a little nervous. It's okay. So nervous. It's okay. Hello, everyone. Um, My name is Tara Moss, and I live in St. Joseph, and I am honored to be here today and honored to be one of Liz's first Sunny Mary Meadow customers. Yes, so I thought it would be really fun to bring us back to someone who has literally been here since the very beginning of our flower farm, and she actually helped me create my first website, and we're just going to talk about how far I've come, because what's really funny, so you guys know that Abby, my producer of the podcast is on here sometimes as a guest and you know just helps out with technical difficulties but I have gotten to the point where I don't always need her here when I'm recording and you know which is (laughs) good but Tara just tell them explain to them the last you know 20 minutes in like a couple minutes just tell them what just happened um us trying to figure out how to turn on a microphone and Switching out headphones because your cat ear headphones weren't working. Yeah, Abby had to come and bring another microphone because I didn't know how to turn mine on, my extra one that I bought, and it I, I don't know how to do it. But we got through it. It's fine. We tried. We're here. It's working. So if you go back to 2020, that was when we had the very first farm stand days. If you go to, I think it's episode one because there's the trailer, and then episode one is like the Sunny Mary Meadow farm story talks about you know what year one year two year three year four now has been but year one we had it was covid year and my husband josh my late husband was still alive he passed away in december of 2020 and so it was that summer that we had the farm stand and we really didn't go anywhere and we just kept setting flowers and bloody mary mix and salsa and canned goods out there but yeah tara why don't you tell us how you first became a customer mm-hmm. so i actually covid times are hard so i was trying to figure out the timeline here but the first time i ever heard or actually saw your flowers was at poppy salon so i think it was kind of that must have been later summer because salons were back open in 2020 and they just had this bouquet at the checkout and I took a picture of it because I was like oh St. Joe where is that immediately started following you on Instagram which I have to interrupt for just a second and talk about how awesome Poppy Salon is I remember because that's where I got my hair cut Nikki one of the owners has cut my hair from the very beginning she actually cut my hair the day after I met Josh for the first time and that was the second time she ever cut my hair and that poor girl had to listen to me gush about Josh. And it was probably terrible. But she did my hair for my wedding, my engagement pictures. Like, like I don't even know. I can't even describe how. And then maternity pictures. Like, when Josh died, she came and did my hair. Like, I, I can't even. Ugh. Anyway, she's amazing. And so I reached out to her and said, hey, I have the. And, you know, this is before Josh passed away and everything. And it was like, hey, I started this little flower farm. Can I bring some free bouquets to your hair salon? And just set them out for publicity. And she goes, actually, no, you can't. We're going to buy three. I'm like, oh, like that was, I I remember like, I was like, you're going to buy three. Oh my God, that's $45. Like, that's what I sold them for $15 a piece. And I was like, oh 
my God, I just made a $45 sale that I'm going to deliver. Like, I was so excited, but it, it was so good. It was so good. And they were probably huge and they were anyway, or they were ugly. They were either huge and way too cheap or ugly. And anyway, anyway, shout anyway, out Poppy Salon. Yes. Anyway. So, okay. Um, so I found that followed you on Instagram and then I have, it was August of 2020 of when you were offering a build your own bouquet class. And I remember seeing it on Instagram, sending it to a few friends. And again, it was during the pandemic. So we were like, should we go? Should we not go? But you were all working from home. We were all working from home. Hadn't seen each other. Hadn't seen each other. I had recently gone through a breakup as well. So I was like, I just need something. Like, I need something to do. I want something to, like, channel my energy. Anything to get me out of the house. Um, I've always loved flowers. I've never really known anything about flowers. But I was like, well, I can learn how to build my own bouquet. Why not? So we came to your first class. And there were six, seven? I think so. Yeah. And I've, I've like, become friends with these people. So it was you, Ellen, and Lexi. Lexi. Emily, Emily, Sydney, um, Amy, and Ellie. Yeah, I think. so Sydney, and, well, Amy, and Ellie. I don't know. So but the other, like, how many of you have become flowers and like subscribers? <laughs> yeah, a so, lot of yeah. us. Well, and I know because Ellen, Lexi, and I came to the very first class. Just the three of us. Yes. And the women from P and B Awesome Sauce were there. Yes. Yes. That was the first one, and then yes. we came back for a second class a few weeks later. Mm-hmm. With you the six asked, of us. You asked me to do a private one for you guys. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, sell six bouquets at once. That was before I had any idea of like subscriptions or whatever. I'm like, oh my God, this is genius. Like, But I remember that first class, we came in the driveway and of course Merle was there to greet us. <laughs> and then Josh came out. And so Merle's actually, my dog, if you don't yeah. know that. <laughs> Merle's the dog. And Josh oh. came out. I think you were inside dealing with your child as one does. Um, but Josh came out and Josh actually introduced himself. I didn't realize that Josh had gone to St. John's university. Um, I went to college of St. Benedict. Basically we all went to the same undergrad college. So there was a connection there. And then Josh actually kind of just went into like telling us about the history of the farm as he would. (laughs) Yes. Which was really, it was really special though, to hear all about it and to tell how Vi was the sixth generation and kind of walked us through the history and whatnot. And um, that was kind of the first introduction where I was like, wow, this is a, a, a very cool physical place. Um, but B like what a cool couple. And then we got to meet Liz and hear about her knowledge of flowers. And I was blown away. So at that time I had like a 25 by 25 foot garden. That was it. That was it. Like, and looking at this bouquet of like how much of this was from your landscape, <laughs> Oh my god. So she just pulled up a picture. Okay, there is a gladiola. There is some mint leaves. This is so bad. There's a hydrangea and a cosmo. I don't even want to look at it. I'm so embarrassed. And I definitely know the hydrangeas were just like from the side of your house. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that one's cuter. That one's better. But. <laughs> Some zinnias, cosmos, some celosia, sunflower. It was cute. It was cute. It was... I don't know. Set that phone down because I don't want to look at it. I'm embarrassed. 
<laughs> don't put the well we thought media. it was great and we thought it was great enough to know that and you bought and a subscription you're like i want more of these. i want more what i want something <laughs> i want i want one of these on my table every day it looks like my four-year-old made it to be fair, I really do not have a green thumb, so anything green or colorful on my table is a win. I have to share these pictures. Oh my god, I'm laughing so hard. Aww. And yeah, there's our group photo. Oh yeah, and look at she's standing six feet away from you, mm-hmm. like social distancing outside because we're like, nope, mm-hmm. can't. Oh, uh, but it like I'm not making fun. I'm saying like yeah, like yeah, what? it was a weird time. It. If you weren't from Minnesota, if you're listening to this from like South Dakota and you think, oh, well, they were crazy. Like everything was closed. Like we, there was no dining in yet. I mean, I think it may be, I don't you could think, eat outside yeah. on patios or something maybe for and like I, 20 people or like two people per table from the same household. Like it was, it was weird. weird. And it I just remember times. cause you had the big, I don't know what they're called, but the like electrical table. Yeah, like the spools. Yeah, the spools. And I said two people per spool. Yeah, and we were all spaced out. Yeah, like, because I, I, and that was, I mean, you had to have per the law. And if anyone's listening, like, whatever. <laughs> like, this, this is literally the facts of what, yep. what we had to do as a business. Like, I had two people per spool. Each, each spool had a thing of hand sanitizer on it. Everyone had to have their own scissors mm-hmm. because you couldn't share, like, I'm not kidding. These were things that like it could have got me majorly fined mm-hmm. if someone posted a picture on that of everyone sharing the same scissors, mm-hmm. which is stupid because COVID is not spent, spread through scissors. Correct. But we didn't um, know at that we time. We didn't know at that time. Hey, everyone. We're going to take a quick break from this episode to talk about something else. We're going to talk about my course that I'm launching this fall, Peddling Perishable Products. So they are essentially, if you like the episodes where I tell you how to grow the flowers, I really think you're going to like the episodes where I tell you how to sell the flowers. Ultimately, I tried creating some podcast episodes talking about how I do things and it just felt incomplete. And I really want to make a difference and I want to make it easier on you. And I don't want you to find out how to do things the hard way. If you want more information on how to sell your flowers and turn it into a comprehensive business, Click the link within this episode notes and sign up for a Calendly call. I promise it's not intimidating. It's 15 minutes. I'm going to tell you the stats on my sales. I'm going to give you information on the course. Ultimately, if at the end of the phone call, the answer is no or not yet, I promise no hard feelings. I just really, really want to help you turn your cut flower hobby into a successful business if that's what you want to do. Again, no hard feelings. Just sign up on the Calendly link. Thanks. So I remember from the first class, and I called Lexi tonight to confirm with her, we were here and we had to like carry a bucket of water for some reason or whatnot, but Lexi vividly remembers me talking to you and you being like, well, I might like hire a college student or something. I'm like, well, I don't have anything going on. Like, let me know what you need help with. (laughs) And we just kind of like brushed it off that time. But then the second time that I came out, I was like, no, seriously, like, what can I help with? What can I help with? What can I help with? (laughs) I remember as you guys were leaving and you're like, no, we, we want to help you. And it wasn't like condescending, but it was like, how, how do we help you? And I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, I, I know I need a website. I know I can't keep like, cause at that time it was the farm stand and I had the flowers and I mean, I sold, I sold every, like 
when I say every single stem off this farm, I mean, like, I was cutting from my landscaping. I was desperate. Mm -hmm. Like, it was, I mean, these bouquets had, like, six flowers in them because it's like, "Mm, well, I need more, which was awesome. But it was, you know, we had the farm stand and then... I would set them out there and people would take them. But then like I would get messages from people. And again, this is when you're brand new in business. I'd never, you know, I, I'm a nurse practitioner. I had never had a business and it felt terrible disappointing people when I would get messages of people saying, hey, I came out to the stand, but there weren't any flowers. Will there, when we're, when will it be restocked? And I'd like panic. I'd be at work. I'd be at the clinic and someone would send me that message and I'd like call Josh because he was working from home. I'm like somebody came and got flowers and they had to leave. Like they're never coming back. Our entire business is going to fold, which like what? I I don't know. Like, and so anyway, when now I know like, that's a good thing. Like that's a Mm -hmm. good thing. That's okay. And you don't have to like go around their schedule. And then, um, I kept the only way I took orders was through Facebook messages, Instagram Mm -hmm. messages and emails. So not the only way that's how I did it. And so I needed a website. I needed a landing page. We knew that because Facebook is just not friendly for small businesses. It's just not going to be useful that way. But um, so I needed a way to just funnel people. And so Tara (laughs) created my website. And, And Tara is a graphic web designer. No, not at all. I should have preface with that so my day job I actually work in philanthropy I work for the College of St. Benedict in fundraising um and in a lot of fundraising nonprofit work you often have a lot of other duties as a sign so I had done like a little bit of website updates but by no means am I a graphic designer um I had a you're blog not a, you're when not I a coder abroad. nope not a coder <laughs> couldn't do it but I was like I can figure it out like again I was working from home I had nothing else going on I was like I'm, I'll, I'll figure it out mm-hmm. no and I remember I vividly remember I created, oh, I remember it was $18 for my domain name. Yes. And like we went back and forth. We're like, wow, do we, because otherwise it was going to be wordpress.com slash sunnymarymeadow or sunnymarymeadow.com. Mm-hmm. And I remember like talking to Josh about it and we're like, well, you know, do we pay the $18 just to get it. And we're like, yeah, I guess like so we did it I don't even want to tell you guys what I paid for my website now like it is so much more money but it has so many more tools that make my life easier but anyway so all I needed at that point was a domain page and then but I remember you were making it and we both like you either logged in under me or maybe you had an admin Mm -hmm. account but you could see how many times I checked it throughout the day as you were updating <laughs> yes, it. Yes, I could. Because <laughs> you could see how many views the website had. And I just kept checking it. <laughs> like, I wasn't log in. I'd just, like, randomly, like, go to sunnymarymeadow.com or refresh it on my phone when I knew she was working on it. And there were times where, like... well, And I didn't know that until, like, months later when she handed me, like, here's the login. You can do this. You can... You can create to take it over now. Time to take it over now. And it was like a contact form. Like I didn't even have products on there. It was like, fill out this form if you want info on a subscription. So they'd fill it out and then I'd get an email from a contact Mm -hmm. form. And then I would email them back saying, and I'd like copy and paste something. But again, like I, when you only have, I mean, that first year, I think I had like $500 in sales a week. That's exciting. Mm -hmm. But like when it's. 10 weeks out of the year it's not exactly you know like you can't really justify 
you know, at that point, like, you know, credit card fees and PayPal fees or pay, you know, Square or whatever it ends up being, like, it's not just the fee, it's having the account and all of that. And so I was like, well, I'm just going to try to do it this way. And then people can either Venmo me or they can write a check or, you know, that's how I'm going to do subscriptions. And I was only going to do like 10 of them because I thought I want to do these subscriptions. I want to collect payment for them. And then I'll still just do the farm stand with Venmo or cash. Mm -hmm. So like, I don't need to sell anything on my website. So I just needed like a simple landing page. Mm -hmm. But I remember when I finally took the reins for the website and like realized you could see the views and I was like, oh my God, you could see that. You could see that I was hitting refresh like every five minutes. Yes. Yes, I could. Yes, I could. I could see the views on there because no one knew that we were creating websites or nobody was going on it. It was just you and I. Except me. (laughs) That's fine. Yeah. So like, oh sweet. It had 50 hits a day. They were all me. And it was funny too, because this was very much when this was just like your hobby that you were like exploring. What could it be? Oh yeah. Very much so. But then I, I could always tell like this was such a passion project for you that I was like, I want to make sure it works and whatnot. But I also remember coming over to your house to show you like the first draft and you were like, well, I haven't even showed Josh yet. And I was like, you haven't showed him. (laughs) And so I was scared, but it ended up just being you and me sitting in the front yard going through it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another special memory that I have though of another picture that I have was so your very first ones because you had a stamp you had a sunny mary meadow stamp that you had made yes i bought one off etsy i don't know yes of whatever happened and then i just like downloaded canva and created (laughs) the stamp into a a logo logo version and like it's still kind of partially my logo yeah so like like, actually abby just asked me that the other day she goes i'm like hey we need a logo i'm like we need a logo for sunny mary meadow coaching now and she's like, oh, who's the designer that made your first one? I'm like, oh, this is Tara. And she's like, oh. <laughs> like, you know, people are like, what kind of font is it? I'm like, ooh. Like, the one we might that be able to find out. <laughs> and the picture I'm showing Liz, I literally is a picture of me holding up the stamp next to my computer being like, this oh, kind of looks right. You guys right? need to go on the blog post if you're listening to this. And I know not everyone clicks on the blog post, but we are going to have such good pictures of this one on there. Oh, my God. It's so cringy. I'm so embarrassed. But yet. Well, and now like, I'm wearing a sweatshirt with it. Now you're wearing it. a sweatshirt with the logo. So look That's how far like, we've come. Look how far we've come. That is the logo. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> So also buy merch from Liz. You can wear my logo. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Tara doesn't get royalties, but you know, like, well, I paid you on a subscription. I mean, I paid cash and taxes were reported. Da, 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 da. There was no bartering <laughs> for far as our accountants are concerned. Yes. Um, no, I, whatever. It's fine. I traded you a subscription for the next And year. I also remember that because you were like, well, what do you want to get paid? And I like messaged this girl I went to high school with who does, who does actual web design being like, what does it cost? And she was like, well, it really ranges anywhere from like $50 to a thousand. And I was like, oh God, like I have no idea. And then you were like, so I was kind of thinking like, what do you think about like a subscription instead? And I was like, great. So i done. I know. Cause neither of us, I don't know. It's, we had no idea yeah. what nope, we were doing. No, oh, nope, nope. And then so that website got me through 
I wish it still lived somewhere. I wish I had a video of it or something. Like, I mean, I have a little video of it. Yeah. I wish I could show what it looked like. It, it was so we basic. We can put it in the um, blog. Yeah. It was so basic. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was cute. Um, in which I think I actually still have all these photos on my computer yeah because every so often it pops we up used, we use some good ones though. yeah like we use some good photos my flowers got significantly better as the season went on yeah even if you go from july to frost but i think frost hit like september 20th that year which was pretty early All right, podcast listeners, I have an ask of you. Between writing these episodes, recording, editing, uploading, and the fees to even have an account, this podcast takes a lot of time, effort, and resources. I'm fortunate to have a team helping me out, but it's time to evaluate where this podcast is going and if we can continue doing this. I have had so many messages and emails letting me know that this podcast has brought some bit of joy to people's day or week and is entertaining, inspiring, or in some other day just improves their life, their drive, whatever it might be. And I want to keep this podcast focused on content that informs, entertains, and is mindful of your time. And one way to accomplish this is through direct listener support. Your support would help the show not only continue, but grow. If you look at this episode's notes, you'll find a link that talks about Sunny Mary Meadow Premium, I've set up a link where you can quickly and easily support the show and the whole thing takes about 60 seconds. We are asking for $7 a month to help continue our mission. If the Sunny Mary Meadow podcast is a part of your day or week and you love what you're doing, please visit the link and consider supporting us. As a special thank you, you will receive access to weekly bonus episodes of what we did on the farm that week. It's anywhere from a five to 15 minute episode. So think of that $7 as a high five to keep us going and creating the episodes. So it's less than $2 a week just to keep us going so we can keep doing this. Thank you. So then with the website, that one lasted me all through 2021, I continued not taking... Oh, you know what? I think I found a way to do PayPal. On WordPress. On WordPress. But I don't think I put subscriptions on there. Or for 2021? Yeah. I don't. Because I think you bought one that next year. I did. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I did them through PayPal. I figured out how to do it. But I only had... Um. I think I had a spring or summer, I think. Or maybe it was a, just a one. The 2021 summer was like an 18-week subscription. Yes. It was and I weekly, had a full one. It, it was, was weekly, weekly or bi-weekly weekly. or monthly. I had a monthly back then. Yeah. And then the next year I did a spring and summer. And then this year I did a spring and summer. Mm-hmm. Um, but the next year I did a spring and summer, I did a spring four-week and a summer 12 week. And then this year I only did a four week and a 10 week. Cause I was like, you know, it's just like, if there's an early frost, I'm going to have to refund a mm-hmm. hundred people times $30 of okay. Like, mm-hmm. Okay. I don't mm-hmm. want to do that if there's a frost. So that's why I realized I didn't want to gamble that. So, um, yeah, but so I continued using that website and I figured out how to get PayPal on there for like those two items or whatever, mm-hmm. but you couldn't, you could only have a couple items. And so then what I ended up doing was once 
they bought, I manually, I'm, I'm just like anyone who's listening to this, like this is, this is what you have to do when you get started out. Cause you can't afford like the platforms and the mm-hmm. like, like, okay, well now there's platforms for making it easier, but like there it's, it's $400 for a year. Like right now I pay for Calendly. I pay like the number of subscriptions I have for different platforms to make my life easier. They basically work for me. Yeah, it's justified when I sell the volume that I sell. Like, I have to do it because I can't manually do it. But at the time, like, I don't know, I only had 20 subscriptions. So Mm -hmm. then people would buy them. They'd buy a summer subscription, and then I would manually email them. And I'd do it all at once. I'd copy-paste. I'd email myself, and then I'd blind carbon copy everyone. Mm -hmm. And I still do that a lot, with like, for my subscription perks. It's just easier to just send it from my Gmail. And then I would say what day do you want? Do you want Tuesday or Thursday? And then I would go through and like make it in a sheet. And then I still did that in 2022. And then now this year when you buy, I made you specify the day that mm-hmm. you wanted. Like you buy a Wednesday subscription, you buy a Friday subscription. Um, just because that was what, I mean, mm-hmm. that alone saved me probably 15 hours of working. <laughs> that one little decision saved me 15 hours. It's amazing how much you've learned, but also just now reflecting back of like how much you have learned and been able to scale up in so many ways. And I will also say like you mentioned this earlier before we started recording, but you are a notorious note taker. And I remember that even from the beginning of like you would just write down everything and we would kind of like process through like, okay. What do we need? I even remember building the website. Like you would just send me words. Yeah. Yeah. And I still, I mean, I do that now. Like I just got done mm-hmm. telling you before we started recording, I, I did a wedding a couple of weeks ago for my really good friend. And like that next, that night after we made all the flowers. So that was on Friday. And then Saturday was the wedding. I sat down and I took so many notes about it so that I could look back like, okay, Cause I knew that on Saturday when I went to the wedding and there's like literally so many flowers. Like I've never personally been to a wedding with that many flowers. Mm -hmm. Like it was so pretty. Um, I knew that like, and everyone knew that I did it and she worked with me at the hospital and like, I know she listens to the podcast. Like she went through a very, we'll use the word messy divorce, you know, years ago. And then I lost my husband and like, I mean, we've just been through a lot together as really good friends. And so for her wedding to Brian, like I just, it was such a beautiful day to like be able to do that for her. And mm-hmm. so many people know that I did the flowers and it was cause we used to work together at the hospital. She's a surgeon. And like so many people kept coming up to me and like, I knew that like, okay, when I leave that wedding, I'm going to be like gushing to Brent. I'm going to be like, Oh, I'm going to do weddings. I'm going to do weddings. I love doing mm-hmm. weddings. But like, I knew that I was going to have like beer goggles on. Like, well, wine. Actually, no, I had, um, <laughs> what did I, what did I drink that night? Uh, not gin and tonics. What did I have? Oh, Moscow mules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I knew I was going to have Moscow mules, <laughs> mule goggles, but I knew like, nope, don't let, don't let the experience of being a guest at the wedding cloud how it was to do wedding flowers. Cause guess what? I'm not always going to be a guest. They're not always going to give me like a hundred percent trust. They're not always going to give me creative freedom. They're not always going to have a very variable budget. They're not a a flexible budget. Like it's not going to happen. So like take notes. So write down like, what did I like? What didn't I like? What went well? What didn't go well? What would I change next time? Um, you know, anything, anything that I could think of. How many hours did we actually spend doing it? How many hours did I talk to the bride? Like 
preparing mm-hmm. for it. Like how many hours did I spend buying extra flowers and going on the website and finding other growers that grow XYZ flowers, like real actual time doing this. And then, okay, was it profitable? Was it fun? Was it sustainable? Was it worth it? Whatever. So yeah, no, I've always been, I've always been good about taking notes. You have been. And I would like to go on record and say in 2020, you told me you would never do wedding flowers. So look how far we've come. I did say that. And I still say that. I said that this spring. I said that in a podcast in like May, I was like, nah, I'm not doing weddings. Mainly because, as I've said, like, if someone says to me, like, it's not a thousand percent perfect, like, I don't sorry. Like, I, nope, nope. Like, flowers are a living thing. Mm-hmm. Like, if you have an exact desire of what you want, like, then get silk. Get mm-hmm. fake flowers. Mm-hmm. Literally get fake flowers. That's not going to happen. Like, if they, you want this perfect shade of pink, like... I cannot guarantee that. I can try my best, and but even if I grow them, sometimes mm-hmm. they're not, I don't know. Um, but I've found that I enjoy doing weddings because they're fun and for the most part caters to my current customer base. Like mm-hmm. for the most part, the weddings that I will do will be like for a subscription holder or for someone's family member or whatever. And then it doesn't take away from what I'm already doing. Hey guys, it's Liz here. Sorry, this interview ran pretty dang long. So we are going to cut it short and then we're going to come back for part two next week. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Sunny Mary Meadow podcast. I'm your host, Liz. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe and rate us. You can find us on Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook at Sunny Mary Meadow. Subscribe to our email newsletter at sunnymarymeadow.com. And if you have questions or comments or anything to say, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at podcast at sunnymarymeadow.com. Flowers, flowers, we love flowers. Sunny Mary Meadow, they smell so good. Sunnymarymeadow.com.